0: If you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. This morning's episode is a little bit about Tony Robbins. Why I'm not that mad keen on him. And it's not him personally, it's not even what he says, because he says a lot of stuff that I would fundamentally agree with. The problem I have with Tony Robbins and people like him is that it's all a big promotional marketing machine designed to whip people up to believe that the only way they can achieve the change they want to achieve is by this What's, what am I trying to relate to? I, I, I don't want to diss anybody, diss. Oh God, where did I get that word from? Ah, spit it out. Um, <laughs> discredit anyone, but I'm thinking of those religious, quasi-religious type ceremonies where you whip everyone into a frenzy and and they start emptying their pockets. And to me, people like Tony Robbins engage in this kind of activity, and he always has done, and you might think, well, he does a lot of good in the world. And yes, he does. But does he need to charge that much money to go to his events to do that kind of good in the world? Does he really need that? Do you need to pay that kind of money to get that kind of transformation? And I say this as someone who has invested that kind of money in the past and felt great. And, and so I, I, on one level, I'm thinking... I really get this, you know, to get that feeling of a rush of being connected to a person and a place and a tribe, a group of people around you all sharing in that experience where you feel like you've landed. And if it gives you the transformation that you desire, you might say, why not? And I'm kind of thinking, well, why not? It's not for me to say where we spend our money or not, And why would I object to marketing per se? You know, I started my career in advertising. I got a master's degree in marketing. I love marketing. I love all of it. I accept that marketing exists, that marketing is necessary to get some attention to causes or people or events that need to be out there, you know? You need to find out about them. So on the one hand, I'm saying, I get it. I think marketing's great. I think it's necessary. I'm not arguing with this message. I'm not even arguing with the man. So why on earth have I said, the problem I have with Tony Robbins? I think it's because of what he represents, which I see played out in relation to this particular podcast. And here's what it is. And this, this is where I get my feminist hat on. So I'm just about to put it on. Just bear with me a second while I put my feminist hat on. Okay. I'm wearing it. So my friends, all my life I have questioned why men have the power, men have the confidence, Men suggest that they are so cool and so amazing and have all the answers. And when I say men, I don't mean all men because there are plenty of men who struggle just like any woman. So when I generalize, remember I have my feminist hat on, I know nothing is about every single person on the planet, but in general, men hold the power. Men have this misplaced sense of confidence in their abilities that I have seen played out my entire life. So for example, let me share with you. When I was 28, I think, about 28, thereabouts, doesn't really matter. I can remember I had worked so hard in my agency to get the promotions that I'd got. I I really put in the hours, put in the effort. The clients loved me because I worked damn hard for them and I was really, really good at my job. And I sat at a desk, I'd changed in the same group of agencies, I'd changed location from one region to another. And I sat across the desk from someone, lovely guy, who had the same title as me, but he hadn't been doing it very long because he had come in on a graduate programme. And I was a graduate too. But. I noticed that the people on the graduate program are all men. I didn't know any women on this graduate program and although I was a graduate I wasn't considered good enough to be on the graduate program despite being good enough to hold the same job title and I discovered that he'd been in the business six months and it had taken me 18 months to get to this position to work damn hard. And he was good but you know he had lots to learn and it turned out he was paid more than me. And his confidence was brimming. He was a lovely guy. I'm not saying he didn't deserve any of it, but it made me livid. And I went into my boss, also a man, and I said, why is he being paid more than me? We're doing the same job. And I got some hot air and waffle. It was unjustifiable. If I'd taken it to a tribunal, they would have said, this is the same job. This is the same job. You have no justification. And as I do this podcast, this sounds like a bleeding heart. Oh, God, Shirley's on a hobby horse having a whinge in a public space, which I kind of am. But I'm doing this on behalf of something that makes me mad that women will not stand in a place of confidence when it comes to going, hang on a minute, I'm as good as that. I deserve to be heard. And how this plays out with a podcast that links to people like Tony Robbins, is that men are so willing to blow their own trumpet, to get out there, to promote whatever it is they do, whether they have talent and skill or not. It doesn't matter. So I'll go back again. I'll come back to Tony Robbins. Don't worry. Same agency. I worked with another woman, same, she had the same job title. We were at the same level and I'd, just left the agency because I found someone that would pay me a lot more money and give me a nice car and give me a better title and all that stuff. And I felt that was justified. And she was still there, but looking for another job that was worthy of her. Just like me, she worked her butt off. And I'm not saying men don't, but actually quite often, quite often, they don't work as hard. They really don't work as hard or as smart. This really is a windfest. I know. Hey, you can hit the stop button. So she told me about how she'd gone for an interview for a a job that she was more than qualified for. And she knew that someone else, a man had gone for the same job. He was less qualified. He was younger, less experienced, but of course he had the credentials in his trousers. Sorry to be crude. Not only did he get that job, he got that job at twice the salary that she or I were on. Twice. He was younger. He was less experienced. He he was in in my eyes. He was less capable. But he's gone in, and he had toughed that out. He had done the almighty sell, the marketing blag he had sold himself in that interview and I'm not suggesting there was any bias who knows maybe there was but he'd gone in there and he'd just performed like Tony Robbins on a stage he had performed in an interview to the extent that he blagged double his own salary and double our salary And I only ever once achieved anything close to that salary that he blagged in his mid-20s with no experience, no expertise, nothing more than a grin and a swagger because he was willing to just put the effort into the marketing. Because this is what I resent, that you can swap putting effort into marketing and trade that with putting effort into actually honing your craft and being damn good at what you do Now, Tony Robbins does both. I give him credit for that. He does put the effort. He does know what he's talking about. He does deliver good content. And he maximizes that for all he's worth. But what I'm perhaps sad about is that we as women get sucked into this to the extent that all of these gurus, I say all, again, I'm generalizing. But if you think of all the gurus, that you could name how many of them are women? I can't think of many. Now, I know I can look, I've got a list in front of me of people that I admire, that have achieved great things, but the only one name that really stands out for me that I could give give name to in the same way I could with Tony Robbins. Okay, there's two, there's two. Arianna Huffington not the same business publishing or Oprah. So you might say, well, you said it was all men and there's two women, but here's where I want you to see this played out in your daily life. You can do what you like with this, of course. On this podcast, I get people wanting to be guests. And I will tell you 80% of the people that get in touch with me and tell me they want to be my guest are men, even though the majority of my audience are women. And I hesitate every single time. And I check out the men's credentials. And some of them I think, yeah, I get I get that you've got a good message here. And these are good intentioned men. Some of them I refuse because I know it doesn't matter to them. They're just on a marketing. Gravy train, they don't care if I say no, there'll be another one that will say yes. They don't really care about my show or my audience or or anything other than getting the marketing machine working for them. And that bothers me, that bothers me that not enough women are getting in touch with me saying, hey, I've got something to say to your audience, I've got great value, and it's not just about my marketing machine. And I know there are loads of women out there and maybe I'm asking for the impossible because I'm criticising the very marketing that these men are doing and that these women need to be doing. So maybe my problem my problem, isn't really with the marketing, it's that women won't do it. I even invite some women into my space, say, hey, why don't you come on my podcast? But I have to chase them a bit. I've got to follow up and go, hey, do you still want to be on this? And I have to set up the timings, you know, men will come prepared. And this is where perhaps, you know, I said our women work their butts off, but we women can be so focused on delivering to our clients that maybe we don't put quite enough attention and energy into delivering on behalf of the marketing machine to ensure that our message gets out to a bigger audience that really, really need to hear it, that don't need to invest five grand to show up for three days, being blasted with music and NLP control to buy into the next one. And I'm not saying that that's not life transformational. So I always do this. You'd think, you'd think I was a, a Libran, wouldn't you? This whole. Or oh, on the one hand, on the other hand, I'm not. I do. I am in a relationship with one though interesting my best friend is one. Oh, perhaps i've adopted some libra and trace i'm just trying to be balanced i always do see the other side of things but my problem is that i want more women to get in touch i actually put a post out in a women's networking group saying i have a podcast i'm looking for the kind of women that really have struggled in life and they and they've got a story and it's not about being a Tony Robbins it's not about standing on a pedestal going hey look at me it's about sharing from the heart, authentically what you struggled with what you're trying to do it's not about being perfect or whole and I put a request out on a women's networking group saying I'm looking for guests nothing nada zip zilch rien oh i haven't used that word for ages difficult one to pronounce so i'm tired i would like to see before i die (laughs) i would like to see women and men really embracing their own confidence each and every one of them so that it doesn't have this imbalance of men are good at doing the blag which means retaining the power and the control and us sycophantically sucking up to oh tony you know if you watch one of these videos you see how many women are in that audience He is sucking your money away from you and sending you a dream that you could buy with somebody else who had more heart and soul in it. And I probably got, oh, acres of you going, Tony Robbins has heart and soul. Yeah, he does, he does, but he sure as hell knows how to milk that marketing machine. And I think, why do we need men to tell us how to live, what to do, how to do it? Why do we need them to be the transformational voice for us? Why do we need anyone to be the transformational voice for us? Why can't we just get on a journey? If women prefer to work together to do stuff, if that's the case, why don't we collaborate more? Why don't we get together and go, do you know what? The patriarchy was kind of interesting, but it's been going a while, a little bit bored. I think I'll change the channel to something that's not about egos, that's not about strutting, and selling your stuff for an hour and then just being mediocre beyond that. You know, I'm going to flog a book. I'm going to flog an audio. going to flog a video. Paul McKenna, for example, I'm a hypnotherapist. He's not even a good hypnotherapist. He's average. He's ordinary. But he sure knows how to market himself. <sighs> oh, lordy, lordy. Okay, I'll take my feminist hat off now. I'll just put it down on the side. There we go. It's off. And calm is restored. But here's the little gauntlet I'd like to throw down for you. Because I know that my listeners are 90% women. So I know I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Why not? Be a guest, I do it once a week, you know I do. I've had one man so far, I'm contemplating another one because I just can't get enough women to put their hands up and go, yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. It's just a conversation, just a conversation. How often have you heard me, like now, share all my crap, all of my insecurities, all of my failings? Well, maybe that's not what you want. Maybe you you want to buy into the dream, that there is a dream that somehow Tony Robbins lives in a magic world on a magic island with a magic family and never has self-doubt, he probably doesn't, never feels sad, never has upsets, never feels tragedy or grief or hurt like a real human being because that's bullshit. Of course he does. He feels it like you do, he just doesn't sell that. Because, arguably, that stuff doesn't sell. We want the dream, but what we really need is reality, is to go, do you know what? We're all suffering in this mire. We wanna be with people that, that know what it's like to go through, but keep going anyway. Keep living, keep learning, keep growing, keep failing. There isn't a perfection. The selling a dream doesn't exist. The reality is growth and stumbling and getting it right sometimes and getting it wrong a lot. And I'm a little bit tired, really, even of women who replicate. You know, I think of women I followed and I love, you know, they're great, but they're replicating the Tony Robbins. Why do we keep thinking we have to replicate their model? because we just extend the patriarchy we can't complain about the fact that politicians and banks and and the planet is held to ransom by companies corporate globals that are all run by men and some of the women in them still operating like men the legacy of maggie thatcher i know it's changing and i know there are wonderful fledgling businesses run by men and women who do care and are making a difference But there's still too much of the Tony Robbins type of model in the world. So that's the problem I've got with Tony Robbins and I apologize, Tony, it's not all about you, but you think it is, don't you? Okay. Rant over. (laughs) Just lost, just lost another audience. Okay. See you on another podcast, but please share. If you like this, there will be other people out there. Who do? There are people like us, really, there's more than just one. If you think that change is required, if you think that I'm a voice that you would like more people to hear, I get why you'd want me just for yourself. Why wouldn't you? Seriously? I don't think that at all. Um, So share, comment, keep bringing people onto this particular boat, which is not a gravy train. Oh, love mixing the metaphors. And collectively together we can build something that I don't know what it looks like yet. Don't have a plan for what it looks like. And you might think, oh, shaky foundations. You need some foundations, you The foundations are sustainable fulfillment for happiness. You can have sustainability and fulfillment and happiness, and it doesn't need to come from a place of huge financial investment or high energy music razzmatazz lights and a big marketing machine see you tomorrow take care bye